Hey guys, this is Terrifying Travels. I am doing, oh, it's Sabrina, and I'm doing my day trip to back to Manchester today. And it's been a rough little while. That's why you guys haven't gotten me gotten a day trip in a while. I was doing exams, and then I was just having one of those good old meltdowns. So I decided, rather than doing, you know, a big scary case, whether that's crime or paranormal, I thought I'd look at some funny, tiny crimes that happened in Manchester. So I've got a couple of them. I'm not going to go too far into detail because that's kind of when you start reaching the concerning part. We're just going to cover the basics that happened. So let's see. In Manchester, we're going to start off with Simara Nopka, who was brought before the court after she was caught driving the wrong way down the highway. The court decided the best punishment was to revoke her license. That made sense to me. However, most of us would have got on the bus on the way home or called a family member. She, however, hopped in her car and drove off. Yeah, that's probably not the right thing to do. Then we go over to a man who was arrested for, quote, fixing an airplane ticket because he wanted to meet a woman in Dubai. I mean, I've done some stupid things, but I don't know if I'd fix an airplane ticket. The question is, what was wrong with it? The plane was supposed to leave from Heathrow, but he was in Manchester, so that wasn't going to work for him. Obviously, the answer was to just switch the airport code, and he figured it would work. He may have also switched some personal information with someone else's. He was caught before boarding the plane when he needed to show his actual ID. So if you're going to, like, fake a plane ticket, maybe you want to fake your ID as well. Then we go to Ian Moosechamp. He was the treasurer of his church, where every month for two and a half years he forged his signature and withdrew a total of 33,000 pounds, which he used mostly for adult websites to talk to women. Now, there's nothing wrong with that. One of these women, however, who cost Ian most of his money, turned out to be a man. Nothing wrong with that as well. However, Ian was charged with three fraud charges, and the judge just told him, there is a saying, there is no fool like an old fool, and you are living proof of that. I don't really know how he got caught, but assuming the fact that they had to include that one of the women turned out to be a man, I would assume that's possibly how he got caught. Probably went to turn in the man for fraud, not that that's fraud, and then he got caught for fraud. At least I hope that's how it went, that'd be really funny. Now we go to Paul Lawman who attempted to rob a hotel with a plastic bag with what appeared to be a weapon inside. While he was waiting for the receptionist to fill the bag, he was tackled by the manager who discovered that the weapon was actually a stick. This manager, however, did not know that at the time, so he's a bra very brave person. And in the article I read, his reasons were simply he was afraid if he didn't do something now, Paul would return again and do it again and again, and he would constantly have to live in fear. Paul fled the scene on his bike, and when he was caught, he tested positive for ecstasy, which kind of makes sense, really. Paul also had convictions for 96 other offenses, including a carjacking where the victim hopped on the hood of her car and held on for a mile and a half. I'd actually do that. I love my car. I miss my car. Then we move to Stephen Thorny, who claimed that while he was walking home, a van pulled up beside him covered him in gas, then threw him in the back. This was apparently to get back at a relative who owned money to a drug dealer. 
Stefan accounts these events in his own words. It all happened so fast. He dashed the petrol at me but from the can, threw the can inside with me, then stepped back. As he did so, the other smaller man came to the door with a colored jacket that was a light and threw it in. A fireball erupted in seconds and I was blown towards the door by the explosion. However, his own keys were found in a burnt van that had been stolen from a street that Stefan admits that he had been to earlier in the day. After the investigation, it was found that Stefan had kidnapped and burnt himself. I don't know why. Maybe he was the relative that has a drug debt. I don't know how much money I'd have to be in debt to actually burn myself. That's too much. Then we have an armed robber who entered a store with a machete wearing a yellow Halloween mask. Once he had his big bag of cash, he turned around to run and his pants slid down, causing him to trip and drop the money and the machete. He spent a while, possibly a whole minute according to reports, trying to collect the cash, which caused his hood to fall down, partially revealing his identity. He tried to flee again, and again his pants fell down. Unfortunately, he did eventually get away, and it doesn't seem that he has been caught yet, which is crazy because his face was exposed. However, you can actually find this video on YouTube, as well as another story that's coming up. And, you know, have you seen this guy? Oh yeah, that blurry photo. I can't understand why they haven't caught him. This one here is actually my favorite, and I have a photo of the bill that was used. So a bar in Manchester called the police after they realized they had possibly accepted a counterfeit bill. Once the police looked at the bill, they realized that it was, in fact, fake. It was simply two photocopies of A20 stapled together. The police said it was probably the worst forgery we have ever seen. This is not the first fake bill like this found. Considering whoever was doing this was targeting bars and nightclubs, they could look real under the dark light, but they're stapled together. So I guess if you get handed money that feels like two separate pieces of paper with metal holding them at the edges, maybe don't accept it. Okay, now our final one. A woman has been collecting a disability living allowance as she was virtually immobile, that's the quote, and required 24-hour care and she was often spent days bedridden. However, she was caught on camera lifting her child's stroller down a flight of stairs. While this could possibly be excused as the extent of her abilities, she was also seen on video playing on a trampoline, hurtling down a slide, which is a quote, and pole dancing. Now, I take pole fitness. I can't imagine being virtually immobile than pole dancing. So yes, this is an actual problem. Like she was taking money away from people that could have actually, that actually needed the money. So the court is demanding that she pay back the over 100,000 pounds that were received. That's a lot of money. So if you learned anything from this, make sure your pants are buckled properly um, and you are not on camera. And if you happen to forge bills, maybe print double-sided. That could be really helpful. So anyway, that is my rather short but hopefully entertaining cases those are i should say because i have more than one those are my rather short but entertaining cases today and i hope you enjoy my day trip anyway oh and i'm not as good as maddie as always but subscribe like share review and i hope to see you next time as always stay terrified bye